Hello from Kuala Lumpur and thank you for joining us for the latest edition of the XASB Consultative Advisory Group Meeting Highlights audio podcast. This podcast will cover some of the agenda items discussed at the CAG's recent meeting on December the 3rd, 2018 in Kuala Lumpur. I'm John Stanford, Technical Director of the XASB and with me is Thomas Muller-Markersberger, the Chair of the CAG. Welcome, Thomas. Thomas, please could you give us a summary of the CAG's last meeting of 2018 and some observations of the CAG's year? Thanks, John, for the opportunity to reflect on the December 2018 CAG meeting in Kuala Lumpur, hosted by the Malaysian Institute of Accountants. Actually, this sixth meeting reflects an important landmark for the CAG as is uh, the final meeting of the first term for the inaugural CAC members appointed in 2016. The CAC membership panel therefore had to decide on renominations and replacements for the first time. The CAC held a public call for nominations in the second half of this year, which resulted in 57 applications for CAC membership. The overwhelming interest in CAG membership reflected by the high number of quality nominations received should be seen as a huge success and confirmation of the interest in and relevance of the CAG's work. Concerning the meeting itself, as always, the agenda was divided into items related to implementation issues and items related to the IPSSB's ongoing specific projects. During this meeting, The Department of the Accountant General of Malaysia shared its implementation experience gained during their accounting reform towards Malaysian public sector accounting standards, which are based on IPSAS. The Malaysian public sector accounting standards are developed using 32 IPSAS as a basis and adapting them for the Malaysian context. The Malaysian implementation journey started in 2011 when the Prime Minister decided to transform management practices in the public sector. Accrual accounting was seen as a necessary pillar of the public accounting reforms needed to improve transparency and efficiency in the use of public resources. Capacity building was a key aspect of the reform requiring training of 46,000 government employees over a five-year period, a substantial undertaking on its own. However, the real challenge for the reforms has been the implementation of the new accounting information system, which has gone live at the beginning of 2018. The IT system has 80,000 users in 5,000 responsibility centers and requires a three-year transition period. Consequently, it is planned for the first set of accrual financial statements to be tabled for the parliament of the federal government in 2021. This session was followed by a presentation from CAC member Luis Viana and covered the Ministry of Finance of Portugal's ongoing IPSAS implementation project. It was interesting to note that the Portuguese approach has a strong technology component containing robot process automation for mass data processes such as accounts payables, but also testing the application of blockchain technology for consolidation purposes. Furthermore, from a data architecture perspective, Portugal has developed a single database containing the governmental transaction information from which all reports, both financial and statistically accounting related, will be derived. 
The reform started in 2013 with the development of the accounting framework. The underlying legal acts will come into force in 2019. The Portuguese Ministry of Finance emphasized that the project is not solely an accounting reform, but a pervasive public finance management reform. Consequently, the project includes feedback loops on the financial statements not only to the budget, but also to the midterm budgetary framework and to projected financial statements in order to inform and enable decision-making processes. After the work plan report by the IPSSB technical director John Stanford, the CAC entered into the technical project discussions by discussing the current status of the leases project. For this project, the consultation results were quite heterogeneous, especially for lesser accounting, where the board decided in exposure draft 64 to depart from IFR 16 by proposing a single right of use model for both lessees and lessors. The results therefore caused the IPSSB to allow additional discussion time and depart from its normal approach of setting a target completion date. The lesser accounting complexities need to consider all the respondents' comments and the approach ISB took to get to the IFS 16 in detail. CAC members confirmed that the IPSSB's plan to extend the timeline is in the public interest, especially to consider the ISB arguments when it was finalizing IFS 16, including specific areas of criticism by constituents regarding lesser accounting, such as potential double counting of the same transaction. The second project discussed by the CAG was public sector measurement. In this project, the IPSSB is for the first time using a hybrid approach in its consultation paper, which includes an illustrative exposure draft that communicates the board's preliminary views on measurement principles that should be included in a future measurement standard. The CAC discussed the content of the future measurement standard, which will provide the measurement basis and the rationale for those, as well as application guidance how to use those. Consequently, amendments to existing standards, such as IPSAS 17, will be needed as these standards, following this approach, will in the future only define which measurement basis will have to be used. The CAG in summary supported the approach, but clarified that very clear communication is needed about what is intended by the board and what the approach will be to reach this new landscape of measurement guidance. Grants and other transfers was the last issue discussed by the CAG from both the revenue and the expense side. The specific aspect considered at this meeting was time requirements connected to grants and other transfers and what the accounting impact of different options would be. In general, the CAG supported staff's view that the time requirement in itself does not constitute a condition. It was, however, recommended to consider return, return obligations in context with time requirements and what the impact of such obligations might be in cases of multi-year grants. Among the four options considered for grant recipients, some advocated for an immediate recognition of revenue in cases without any return obligation. However, a number of CAG members supported an approach where the day one recognition of revenue would be avoided 
There were different views, though, as to whether that should be achieved via a recognition in net assets equity until the grant has been used, or via using other obligations which is available in the conceptual framework. Furthermore, there was uncertainty concerning the appropriate allocation mechanism of revenue over the period of the grant. CAC members warned, however, of simply adopting a matching approach that recognizes revenue according to the use of the grant. From a grantor perspective, a number of CAC members seemed not to support a symmetrical approach, but advocated rather for a day one expense in the statement of the grantor, regardless of the accounting by the recipient. As a conclusion, the CAC had again a very intense meeting with a diversified agenda. In this context, I want to say a special thanks to all presenters and to the staff for preparing very condensed and easy to read agenda papers. Furthermore, thank you to those who follow the important work of the CAC and a special thanks to the CAC members for their dedication, commitment and hard work in making the first term of the CAC such a great success. Thank you, Thomas. The next meeting of the Ipsasby's CAG will be on June 17th, 2019 in Toronto. Meetings of the CAG are open and members of the public may register as observers. More information is available on, on the Ipsasby website, www.ipsasb.org. All CAG podcasts are available in the CAG meetings section of the IPSASB website, and listeners can find us on iTunes by searching for IFAC Accountancy Podcast. Thanks for listening and join us again in June 2019.